1: Great Scott! What's up, Gen Xers? I am stew Monkey. I support Gen X grownups on Patreon because it's a lot easier than trying to get a 1982 DeLorean to 88 miles per hour. Just go to GenXGrownup.com/patreon to learn more. And now, why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Welcome back, Gen X Grown Up Podcast listeners, to this episode 117 of the Gen X Mm -hmm. Grown Up Podcast. I'm John. Joining me as always is George. Hey, how's it going, guys? Wouldn't be a show without Mo. Hey, Mo. Hey, everybody. (laughs) This episode, we review Roland Emmerich's lunar-themed Into the World movie, check out some sweet PC display tech from Manufacturer Asus, and play the new action-adventure game based on Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. We have those topics and many more coming your way, but first, it is time for our favorite part of the show, mine anyway. You guys can fight over it if you want, but fourth listener email. It's enjoyable. My favorite part is the end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. See you later. The end. <laughs> We were just talking about making the shortest episode ever, right? <laughs> that would do it. Welcome, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> yes, fourth listener email. This time around, it is Gen X grown-up patron Phaedrus, who joined us uh, two or three months back on Patreon. Mm-hmm. And Mo, you handled fulfillment of uh, Patreon uh, deliverables, and you yes. just sent him his Speedcube, you'll remember, right? In the oh, mail. yes, yes. Uh-huh. So he dropped us a line on Patreon. And here's what Phaedrus had to say. Hi, Gen X Grown Up. I wanted to send a quick thanks for the Speedcube and card I received the other day. I'm proud to support you guys in some small way, and these items will be featured prominently in my game room. Great. <laughs> oh, cool. I also wanted to mention that the last non-Backtrack episode is one of my favorites so far. The story about the dude at Micro Center with his, <laughs> with his cart loaded up with everything he did to build himself a new PC made me smile. Because that used to be me. Yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> yep. He says, every few years, I'd head over to Fry's with a list and a lot of hard-earned cash and walk out broke but extremely happy, looking forward to building my new rig every bit as much as playing new games on it. Yeah, Building it is a lot of the fun sometimes. It was a lot didn't it? it certainly was back in the day.
2: It was frustrating, but fun.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when it works.
2: It's... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. If you bought the right parts. Wrong memory? What do you mean wrong memory? <laughs> this doesn't line up. Push it yeah. in harder. That's yeah, never right. right answer. Right?
1: <laughs> He says, one more thing. I was excited to hear you read my message on the podcast. And you were wondering why I was listening to the podcast in the truck all the time, I'm guessing maybe I'm another truck driver. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm a dirt oval track racing driver. Oh, cool. And we listen to all manner of podcasts. Gen X growing up mainly, though. Bravo. Well played, (laughs) (laughs) Pedro. Nicely done. (laughs) Pulled that one out of a nosedive. As we travel all over the West Coast from track to track, my wife and crew enjoy it as much as I do, and they especially like John's fuck yeah, church boy comment on one of the older backtracks. (laughs) (laughs) Where was that one from? Right. I had to look it up because I didn't remember the pizza arcades backtrack. Apparently, there was a a friend at church that invited me. He said, You like video games, don't you? And I'm like, The lock in. Yeah yes the lock-in exactly right Yeah, okay okay i didn't remember i'm like did i say that apparently i did though i absolutely said <laughs> apparently that. you did uh yeah so apparently that's a quotable moment for phaedrus and his gang yeah fuck yeah church boy i, I <laughs> see a new t-shirt yes <laughs> <laughs> put a star in it right yeah <laughs> put exactly. the qbert exclamation on there right right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway he wraps it up by saying as always keep up the good work and i'll keep backing and listening phaedrus nice oh, that's awesome. awesome man thanks that's very really nice cool. we appreciate your writing and letting us know what we're doing right and wrong we love when any time the fourth listener writes in, if you'd like your email featured here on the show, you can hit us up on Patreon, as Phaedrus did, or drop us an email, podcast at genxgrownup.com. You know, we read every single one of them, and most of them, like Phaedrus's, will eventually make the show. I love the fact that his full-time adult job is what I wanted to do as a kid when I was riding go The dirt track racer? God, yeah. that's awesome. That's, Man, that's amazing, I'm so
0: jealous. It? That's awesome.
1: Uh, yeah. Sometimes you find the thing you really want to do, and you can make them living at it. More Power to you! Yeah, yep, I bet yep. he has a lot more broken bones than I do. But yeah, the still you, you, you getting quite them. a few. You quite. A, uh, you were up there with Evil Knievel You were yeah,
0: <laughs> He's flipping that car, going around the oval track. No, they they got it worry worse than
1: I they do. They go for two or three at a time, don't they? Yeah.
2: <laughs> but the think of it this way: if you had a story, how'd you break your arm? Oh, I fell down some stairs. How'd you break your arm? Right. Oh, it was dirt track racing and it rolled over four times. <laughs> like, oh, badass! <laughs> oh,
1: <man. laughs>
2: you got the video. Where is that on <laughs> yeah, YouTube? Exactly. That's like such a better story.
1: Yep. Cool, Phaedrus. Thanks again for writing in. All right, with that good business behind us, it is time to jump into the meat of this episode right after the break. Stick around. Be sure to subscribe to or follow Gen X Grown Up wherever you listen. And while you're there, rate and review the show, too. It helps more than you know.
0: Here comes the one, the famous one, Heinz is the
2: Ketchup stands for this kind of thickness with this kind of taste. Heinz. Heinz is the big, rich one. Ketchup lovers, now try Heinz in the 64-ounce plastic bottle.
1: Let's get cooking here right at the top. Talking about media we have been checking out. Of course, it could be uh, comics or books or movies or television or whatever it could be. Uh, Now, I have something I went out to the theater to see, but first... George, I got to hit you up. You glossed over a little nugget last episode that I didn't follow up on. And I want to know, you mentioned that you didn't have to go see Moonfall like I did because you had canceled your A-list subscription recently. And you're a big proponent of A-list. What made you decide to drop it? Well, so it came down to um, reward
0: versus cost, really. So Mm -hmm. yes, it's 20 some odd dollars a month. I think mine was like 23 after taxes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And the average movie ticket at my particular AMC here in Tallahassee is probably about 16 to $17. Mm-hmm. So yep. one movie is very close to the entire month of the A-list. But the movie theater here in Tallahassee itself is not as enjoyable of an experience to go to as the one that you have in Jacksonville. It's older. You uh, remember, John, when it first opened up, we were in the Star Trek Club. That's no, it was big time. 30 years, oh, yeah. right? Oh, so it's that old, huh? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. old. <laughs> um, well, that's old. They have seats that have cuts in them, you know, those leather recliners. That's not good. Mm -hmm. And their uh, snack bar is constantly out of stuff, as I'm sure a lot of places are because Mm of the mm -hmm. supply issues right now. Then it it just boils down to the fact that I've got this brand new 4K TV in the living room.
1: Okay. Not as motivated to go to the theater and it's a crappy theater and yada, yada, yada. I see. So it got to the point where the Mm. drive to the theater
0: was impeding me from getting my money's worth out of it and the enjoyment of seeing it on a big screen. Every single month, seeing two or three movies to make the value really worth it. Just it wasn't there anymore for me. So I've okay. got the nice 4K TV at the house. I can sit with my wife. We can have our own snacks that we don't have to pay $20 for a box of
1: popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Right. So AMC didn't do anything to you per se. Just the, the value proposition diminished for you over time. Yeah. Yeah. If it was a nicer
0: theater, if it was a bit closer of a drive to me, maybe I would Go back to it. At this point, we've we had decided. You know, we're probably only going to go see two or maybe three movies in a year. Well, that's only three mm-hmm. months worth of a list. That's right.
1: That you know, sense. there's True. nine True. months
0: that I'm paying extra for that I don't need.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, I was curious about that when you mentioned it, and I just let it slide. And I'm like, wait a minute, I want to follow up because I used my a list to go and see a movie I was looking forward to. I did go to see the new film by Roland Emmerich, the guy who made Independence Day and all these disaster oh, films. Geez. We said it looked stupid and yeah. it was called Moonfall. Ah, yeah. A crazy premise that tried to take
0: itself
2: seriously, right? Kind of, yeah. Now, have either <laughs> you had a chance to see this yet? Probably George hasn't. He's not no A-list, right? <laughs> not yet. It's one of those I know I'm going to see and I'm probably going to hate myself for doing it. That, that's the way I feel. <laughs> It hasn't popped up on the public domain for me yet, so no. I so have you've
1: not, not seen, seen it, it. okay? Yep. All right. So uh, this is a an interesting film. So it's not <laughs> a good movie, okay? But it's a movie that I had a lot of fun seeing. So okay. it's it's hard to like review this film. So. The dialogue is dumb. The uh, the characters are pretty one-dimensional. The effects are <laughs> almost like a video game. They're not that amazing the science is batshit crazy impossible there's so many things about it (laughs) that you go oh god oh god oh god and yet I found myself grinning not like I'm watching it ironically like I'm watching it to shit on it like it's so bad but I was literally somewhere deep inside of me is the kid that doesn't care about those things going yay fun movie you know and he was getting as much credence in my mind as the critic in me who was going this is dumb this is dumb this is dumb you know the premise is that the moon's orbit is declining and uh, it's gonna like crash into the earth and cause of right. chaos of course on the way down it's controlling tides and affecting gravity and mm-hmm. you know everything you'd expect from a role in emmerich film Just boats flying in the air and a train flipping end over end whatever crazy stuff that you could do over the top stuff and then they spoiled a bunch of the plot points in the trailer where it's clear that there's something going on where the moon's hollow which should have been a reveal but they right. show it in the trailer and stupid crap like that there are a lot of reasons <laughs> i should have hated this movie and yet there i was kind of having a good time seeing moonfall kind of having <laughs> yes exactly it was i was fighting with myself over i don't want to like this i kind of do though damn it
0: <laughs> i think i know which movie you watched i haven't what? seen moonfall but hearing your description i think you watched the core it sounds oh, a lot like it doesn't hmm. it? it okay the trailer gave me that impression Similar, and now here yeah. you talk about it bat shit crazy science bullshit right? mm-hmm. terrible one-dimensional characters terrible dialogue but yet Something that I still, if I see it on TV, I'll sit and watch twenty minutes of it and watch it. Yeah, this reminded me of
1: Armageddon. Like Same Armageddon. Thing. Okay, yeah. well, it was a fun yeah. movie, not a smart movie, not right. an incredibly well written movie. <laughs> but I'll go back and watch it because I'm like, these dummies should never be on a space shuttle. Why would they ever assign these guys? Right, it's never yeah. going to happen. And that's how this movie is. So. I guess at the end, here's my recommendation. If you want to watch a movie that you're going to enjoy as a great motion picture, don't go see this. But if it's on for free and you can turn off your mind, your critical <laughs> mind, I should say, I think you'll enjoy it. I certainly did. I would watch it again. If somebody was like, I kind of want to see a movie, and Moonfall is out, I'm like, okay, I'll go. It's A-list. I'll see it for free because I, I still have mine. So yeah, it's that middle of the road kind of film. Okay. Is it really middle of the road? <laughs> it is. It's because it's so bad and so good at the same time. And I don't know where to it's put middle it middle
0: of the road because it should get squashed by a pickup truck being driven across country. It sounds like
1: <laughs> it's, it's just like a frogger in the middle of the road. Beep, beep. Whoosh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So that's Moonfall. I saw in the theater. Uh, George, how about you? What have you been checking out in the world of media?
0: Well, so my media is the exact opposite end of the spectrum. Your media is frivolous and crazy and maybe shouldn't even watch it. Mine is <laughs> serious and poignant and well put together documentary okay. called The Fix.
2: Hmm. Okay.
0: This is on the Roku channel, so I don't know how else you would get access to see this particular series if you don't have a Roku device. Oh, it's a series? Yeah, it's nine okay. episodes of anywhere from six to nine minutes each. Oh, huh. hmm.
1: okay. Bite size.
0: Right. And that's one of the things that makes it so absorbable and so memorable because they're all little bite-sized little episodes. First of all, the narrator host is Samuel L. Jackson. That's good. Okay, so oh, if you got okay. Samuel L. Jackson narrating anything, yeah. it's gonna be mm-hmm. something. It's gonna be at least okay. Intriguing. Yeah. Uh, Second of all, it's all about drugs. Hmm. Like like pharmaceutical drugs or illegal drugs? Illegal drugs, mostly. There are touches on pharmaceutical, like the Mm -hmm. opioid epidemic, of course. And each episode starts off with a premise. And the premise is like everything we thought we knew about marijuana is wrong. And then Mm. it goes into stuff, and it has experts and it has historical data and shows you things. Okay. I have been on both sides of the debate about illegal, quote unquote, narcotics in this country for years. When I was younger and listening to my father in the just say no, Nancy Reagan era, Mm -hmm. uh, drugs are bad. Don't ever do them. If I catch you doing them, I'm going to turn you in. I was on that side of the debate. As I grew up and grew older and had a little bit more time to think about it, I started falling on the, hey, it's your body. Do whatever the hell you want with it side of the debate. What I'm finding, though, is doesn't matter which one of those sides of the debate you're on. We've been fucking programmed for the last hundred years. Oh, really? Completely programmed. And it all started with one guy. And that's the first episode. It talks about that one guy who headed up the Drug Enforcement Administration and how he used his influence with a relative who was a big mogul in media in order to start sending out all this propaganda throughout the country. About how drugs are bad He started the whole thing uh, about Well drugs are associated with African Americans who are going to rape white women And make babies That was it. all him and his wow. relative Mm. And it went from there. And of course, you know, the McCarthy era, he translates like, well, we don't have the Mexicans and the African-Americans to talk about anymore. Now let's talk about the Russians are pushing drugs on us and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's communist. This guy was bad shit crazy. That's episode one. And it's like eight minutes long. And it talks brilliant, brilliant stuff in there really opens up your eyes if you're opened to listening mm-hmm. to different sides of the debate. I feel more educated about our drug culture. I feel more educated about things like decriminalization versus legalization. I feel more educated about the opioid crisis. You know, everybody, big mm-hmm. pharma, bad, 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 uh-huh, blah, uh-huh. all this stuff. But then he showed... The- I think my favorite part of the entire series is the one expert that talks about drug addiction is not what we think it is. People aren't addicted to the drugs. They're basing that on an old 1940s lab experiment. There have been other experiments since then that show that that lab experiment was completely flawed. What people are doing are turning to drugs because of their environment, their situation that they're in. Mm-hmm. The original experiment, the rat was put in a completely empty steel cage. He was given two water bottles one with drugs in it one with just water and he continuously drank from the drug one until he overdosed and died so therefore drugs are addictive they're bad blah blah blah
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, they've done a new experiment where the rats socialize with other rats. They have little playthings and oh, other and stimulus
1: available. Right.
0: Oh. Yeah. And they never choose the drug bottle. They always choose the water bottle. Nobody overdoses. Nobody dies. Right. There are countries who have completely legalized drugs and you go to a clinic and the doctor gives you the proper amount of that drug, heroin right. or crack mm-hmm. or whatever. And because it's, A, a pure drug, and B, administered, you know, with the proper dosages and everything, these people live happy lives and their families re-accept them into their world. I'm going on and on. I said this was going to be a short podcast. I apologize. But-
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you blew that it already. It sounds
1: eye-opening, though.
2: Yeah. It's a great series. If you can find it to watch it, please do. Hmm, sounds really interesting. When of the format of these short mini episodes is interesting. I know there was a whole channel that tried to do that. Remember?
1: Mm-hmm. Quibi.
2: Quibi. Yeah. And they failed. But that's, hey, that's fine. Basically, the whole channel on it is kind of silly. Roku has an established platform to do this without launching a new network. Without doing a whole network is awesome. But yeah, that's interesting. And I've heard similar stories here about like, I know there's countries that totally legalize drugs. The only restrictions that you have to get them from a doctor and they have free clinics to get them from. Mm -hmm. And they say it gives them also an opportunity to counsel people. So I don't know. It just, it sounds really interesting. I'm definitely going to find this sucker, man. It sounds good.
0: Yeah. There was one country that they talked about and I can't remember if it was Portugal or one of the... Netherlands countries but they showed that in 2000 i think it was was when they legalized drugs and since mm-hmm. then there has not been a single overdose death in that country
2: damn yeah wow that's surprising
1: i'm fascinated i've
2: already added yeah, it to my
0: too.
1: indexer going like please go find it i, I want right. to see it I, we have a roku i can go watch it in there too well it's just
0: so like it just blows my mind that you know they talk about everybody in this country is saying you know well we don't know if legalizing drugs will work bullshit it's being yeah, we, done we do in know. other countries right. Our own yeah. media and government aren't, are not keeping that information mm-hmm. from us.
1: Yeah. Now, granted, Americans are much stupider than other countries. This so it's true. possible <laughs> we could have
2: problems. But yeah, that's right. We're not as reasonable. <laughs>
0: I really encourage anybody out there to go watch this series. It'll, it'll I mean, change yeah, your mind. Me too. Absolutely. Mo, do you have something that's similarly deep and life altering? Oh, hell no. (laughs) uh, We're we're, we're taking people
2: on an emotional roller coaster this episode. Let me tell you. (laughs) Um, So so what I'm going to talk about is a show that just started on Amazon Prime. It dropped three episodes last Friday and they drop a new episode every Friday going forward it's called The okay. Legend of Vox Machina have you guys okay. heard of this at all no you okay
1: mentioned it to me once but I've already forgot what you. it was
2: I don't <laughs> feel critical role right they're part of Geek and Sundry oh
1: the, the oh, D&D yeah yeah yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah they yep. started doing D&D games and they started putting them on YouTube and Twitch and stuff like that and all the characters like they've done it for years but they're all like voice actors and they've known each other so they did this before it was even public they just did it amongst themselves for fun now it's like this huge deal where people are religiously following it and stuff and they have these characters and because they're voice actors, they act out the characters so amazingly well that they did a Kickstarter where they said, hey, if we raise, and I forget the exact amount. I think it was like 100000 or something like that. We'll do an hour animated short with our characters, like a little mini adventure animation of it. Mm. Okay. They raised $11 million. <laughs> <laughs> That's a budget. Well, Sorry. so it went from one episode <laughs> to, okay, we're going to do a series of three. Uh, we're going to do a whole season now. Wow. Amazon said, no, no, no. We're going to pick up more episodes. So they did 12. Amazon's picking up an additional like 12 that they're paying for. Wow. So what they do with all the money that people back? For Kickstarter, well, they, they go d- to Amazon. They pay for the production of the first set up. One. Okay, all right, it was theirs, and I think the, anything that was left over, they gave this to a charity. I think is what basically oh, what they did. Because They're not awesome. always really doing it for money. Mm. Amazon came in and said, "No, we'll fund for you to keep doing it." So now they're doing additional episodes. I heard that I was like, "Holy cow!" Plus, they got like voice actors like David Tennant, Felicia Day, of course, you know, because she, she's part of geek, is Andre, so she's in it. Mm-hmm. And so they came up with this animated series, and I, I don't want to go into the whole thing because I think you guys should watch it because it's really funny. But the opening segment is like one of these like in the land, and it's all beautiful and wonderful until evil came and then this group of heroes and they have all these heroes striking this big heroic poses and stuff and then evil comes all of a sudden while they're standing there a huge boulder crushes one of them Oh, geez. and and the guy's <laughs> first comment is what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> that's the show that, that's okay. like the show in a yeah, nutshell <laughs> it doesn't console. take itself too seriously <laughs> it does okay. not take yeah. itself too seriously <laughs> it just goes on from there and it's really really funny I talked to my daughter she's been a big fan of Critical Role for since they started Okay, according to her and her husband that they said that it's they kind of did like the first adventure and they sort of bridged it a little bit and it's, you know, they couldn't do it exactly because no one wants to see an exact D&D adventure, right? It's, but, so it's just basically a story, but he said they did a really good job and they said the voice acting and the writing is just really fun. Hmm.
0: I just have one question. Yeah. Why have we not put the escape room on fucking Kickstarter and raised $11 million
1: <laughs>
0: so that we could all quit our jobs and do this do shit full time and put out a few escape room
1: episodes? Yeah. Right. Well, of course, if we, uh, if we got backed by Amazon, Georgia, I teeth would itch about donating all that money to charity he's like but a bank account looks I, so good if we're yeah. backed
0: by amazon i'll wait for my shit i don't mind if okay us. <laughs> oh, i'll wait
1: for my- <laughs>
0: i just hate that i pay them and don't get my stuff fast that's all <laughs> <laughs> if they're paying us to produce it it'd be
1: great yeah, of course yeah.
0: exactly i want to know from our listeners if we should start a kickstarter because apparently this is the way to go you just need to have an idea throw it a kickstarter you get 11 million uh, uh, 11 million yeah
1: we we'll get amazon's attention maybe at worst case okay yeah. sure <laughs> how about that netflix through green
2: you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business, when you need it, from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
1: Each episode of Gen X Grown Up has show notes loaded with links where you can learn more about our topics. And there's even more to see and hear over at genxgrownup.com. My kitty cat craves A great big hug His rubber mouse A roll on the rug My kitty cat craves A scratch behind his ear My ball of yarn Me being near But most of all My kitty cat craves, craves Crave Dry Cat Food is made from a unique blend of real chicken milk and tuna protein Not flavors, but the real foods cats crave Oh, my kitty cat
2: craves, craves Give your cat the real protein-rich foods cats crave Let's jump into tech and toys because I actually have Mm -hmm. tech. I had a birthday. I got tech. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) So so, let's start with you, George. What do you got for us today?
0: Uh, Just something real brief. I know that there's a lot of people out there that debate which browser is the best to use. And there's all kinds of videos and websites that'll tell you this is the best browser, number one on the list, blah, blah, blah. Uh We primarily use either Chrome or um, what's the Internet Explorer one now? Edge. Right. Mm -hmm. They're both built on Chromium. I think a lot of browsers are there now for my research mm-hmm. are mostly built on chromium the one i'm going to talk about though is called vivaldi i saw it on a youtube vivaldi. video where the guy ranked his hmm. top five or so browsers i hadn't heard of it before so i Ooh, said okay I i'm gonna go take a look at it because i'm not 100 percent happy with chrome and i'm not 100 percent happy with edge
2: yeah I'm, I'm with you
0: i've even used firefox here and there and that's you know sometimes i just feel sluggish <laughs> or whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. so i've downloaded vivaldi's free download like most browsers are Super fun browser, lots of extra security features to stop things like pop-ups and all that kind of stuff. Now, we'll say Mm. there are some websites that do not work with Vivaldi. I just found one today, my uh, website that I order my CPAP supplies on, apparently not compatible with Vivaldi for whatever reason. But the majority, 99.8% of the websites I've gone to have been just fine. They load much, much, much faster. Hmm, The browser takes a little while to get used to because some of the things that you do with Chrome or whatever, like uh, control enter to enter.com, well, you have to change that setting inside the settings of Vivaldi before that'll work. Hmm. When I'm on YouTube with Chrome, I will right-click one of the videos to open it in a new tab and I'll watch it later. If you do that in Vivaldi, it takes you to that tab and I'm like, oh, I didn't want to go to that tab right Right, now. But there's another right-click option that says open in sub tab or something. Well, that does the same thing that the Chrome thing did. Oh, so, okay, okay,
2: gotcha.
1: Little tweaks here and there, but I like the browser. Huh? You said something that sparked my interest that I've never said in my life. Maybe I said this in 1993 when I first got <laughs> on the internet. You said it's a fun browser to use. Mm-hmm. What? What do you mean a fun? How does it? How is it fun? I think is it it's because f- it's fast, or is it entertainment in it somehow?
0: There's no entertainment in it. I think it's okay, fun right. because it's fast, it's easy, it's what I expect when I downloaded Chrome or Edge or any of those other browsers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was very little barrier to entry. Those other browsers, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, they never quite work exactly right for me. There's always some little hiccup that doesn't work right. Like we use our browsers to log into our podcast recording tool, and you, John, you mm-hmm. remember mm-hmm. for a long time didn't work. I had in, problems yeah, yeah, with yeah. mics not syncing up and right. allow, mm-hmm.
1: Don't have yeah. that problem at all with Vivaldi. So it's more of a you're having a good time with it. That makes it fun. Yes, it's not giving you frustration. Got yeah. it. Thanks. Okay. So what about plugins and stuff? Do they work? All the Chrome plugins work.
0: Yep. Interesting. Oh, yep. So it's probably because
1: it's Chromium based, as you said, exactly. so that would make sense. you uh-huh. so Just go to the uh-huh.
0: Chrome store, download the extension, install it. Boom. Done. Yep. Nice.
1: Because for a lot of people that would be an instant deal breaker if your plugins didn't work, yeah, wouldn't yeah, it? Exactly.
0: <laughs> and because the Chrome plugin store is probably the most popular, at least on the Windows platform devices. Yeah. Yep. So my LastPass plugin works. My Google Drive plugin, all the other different things that I use, they all work. Hmm, interesting. Nice. All right.
1: That's worth checking out. Then. Bill yeah. For sure. Sure.
0: All right, John. I talked about that. I know you've got something later on, but Mo actually has something for his yes, tech right. segment. So <laughs> I want to know s- about his
2: first. So Mo, what do you got? Yeah. At least I got stuff for the next few. So oh, I am set. That's due to your birthday, which you said was that's coming right? Up, right? My birthday just that's passed. Right. So I got all okay. sorts of great tech stuff. So the one I want to talk about today is the Asus. Is it Asus or Asus? Is it S-Z? Asus? 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 Oh, something it, like you that. You can pronounce sure. it however you want
0: as long as you got it for free.
2: <laughs> yes, true. Good point. Fact. It's a gaming 32-inch curved monitor. Ooh. Ooh the curved one. Hmm. Let me tell you, it's nice. I bet. <laughs> it's nice. I cranked up the resolution on just see how much I could get on it it went to some ridiculous thing that actually was like too high for me actually it was like 2715 by 1527 or something like that oh wow the curve I really like it's not like a huge curve it's just a little slight curve in it okay but I like it though I don't know why. Just everything seems the same distance now for some reason. <laughs> as far as like it has a high refresh rate, it's super clear, super nice color on it, especially since I didn't pay for it. But even if I did, I still think it's a pretty <laughs> awesome monitor. Yeah,
0: I, I have a question because I know you're yeah. probably used to using dual monitors, at least at work, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. How does this feel compared to dual monitors? Because I've been considering moving to a single curved monitor versus the two monitors because I hate that black bezel thing In the middle of two monitors. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. And for some reason, my neck is messed up. So if I look at my left monitor for
2: too long, my neck <laughs> starts hurting. Well, I don't want that. How does the curve one feel compared to that? I like, well, this one, I actually still have a two monitor setup. So I have, basically have one, it's the curved monitor because it's 32 inches, which is not like. Oh, so it's not ultra wide. It's no. just curved. Oh, okay. It's just curved. Right. Mm-hmm. But as far as the curved monitor, though, um, I actually, I know somebody who actually has one of the ultra wide curved monitors. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Let me tell you, that, it's pretty nice. I don't have a problem with the two monitors because to me, it kind of constrains things a little bit for me you know maximize something on one monitor and it only maximizes in there whereas if right. you do it on the, that thing you'll just do the whole screen sure but the widescreen yep. one is pretty nice too though That's pretty awesome mm.
1: do you know what it runs for if you had had to buy it any idea was it on your wish list did you had you looked
2: any idea so this one actually was not bad it was uh well relatively speaking it's 280 right now
1: hmm. that's right on that line it is that's in the tv range yeah, yeah. it was ultra wide that might be easier to stomach oh yeah but. yeah,
2: yeah. ultra wide this could be a lot more money though you know those right. are not right. cheap right now yeah i suppose it
1: also
0: depends on the combination of size and resolution and refresh rate i'm sure all those things combined in different formulas give you different prices
2: Mm. and i played games on it the games run i mean honestly i don't play like any of these online games so i don't know if the refresh rate is as important to me (laughs) as some people (laughs) Mm -hmm. but i can tell you everything looks great on it and john for doing like video editing and stuff you know i pop that on there and just having all that extra real estate and time it's it's pretty amazing makes it much easier awesome very cool yeah you did have a Good toy. You're right. I, did. I had an excellent <laughs> toy. I got more coming, but that's, I'll save for those next episodes. Okay. So, <laughs> awesome. so, how about you, John? You got a pretty cool toy, though. I
1: did. So, I have been for some time. We've we've ribbed you about being in the Apple ecosystem, yeah. but one thing that Apple has always been the front runner in was from the introduction of the iPad tablet computing. They virtually introduced the market to tablet computing, yeah, and their iPad much. has been the de facto. And Android tablets have often kind of been, oh, that's not even really a tablet. It's kind of garbage. But in my experience, of the last five six. Years, I found that the Galaxy Tab line, top of the line tablets Mm -hmm. are pretty darn good. Yeah, I like the Galaxy tablets. Yeah, and I I had a Tab S2, and I had a Tab S4, and I didn't really need it. The Tab S4 is still great, actually. I enjoy it. But on my vacation a few weeks back, I noticed that the screen was separating from my Tab S4. It was lifting up, and I went, oh, that's weird. Maybe I can push it down. Well, a little more investigation. The battery was swelling and pushing the screen away (laughs) from the back plate. Uh, That doesn't sound safe. No, that's not safe at all. So that sent me down a rabbit hole of like, well, I could replace the battery. I'm like, "Hmm, Mm hmm, I wonder what new Tab. Tablets look like these days, maybe. (laughs) Uh all (laughs) Right. So long story short, I went searching and I found they're about to release in the coming days, in fact, the new unpacked event. They're going to announce the Galaxy Tab S8. Okay. But I bought the top of the line, at the time I bought it, Samsung tablet called the Galaxy Tab S7 Plus. Mm. They've earned my money over the previous ones I've owned. And this one was everything I had bumped up. It's a 12.4 inch diagonal screen. It's enormous. Wow, that's good size. Yeah, it's respectable. Right, yeah. It's got a 13 megapixel 4K camera on it. A good camera on a tablet, front and back. Awesome. It's got like eight gigs of RAM. I bought the most, the biggest one you could. It's got 512 gigs of internal storage. It's got a 10,000 plus milliamp battery. So I've been charging it once a week in average usage. Oh, nice. It just nice. really lasts. And plus, the thing you can do is that because Samsung does this and Android does this, Apple almost never does, is you can expand the memory. It has the micro SD mm. card slot. So I got right. another you know, yeah. half terabyte slot in there. And I've seen many videos since I got this. You know, you get something new and you start exploring and you go, oh, mm-hmm. did I make the right decision? And what do people think about this? I did some before, after. But so many people say, finally, this is something that gives the iPad a run for its money. Oh, and okay. it's because of the things they've done with the software. Like, remember the Samsung Dex where you could plug it into a monitor, and it could behave like a computer. Sure. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. need to plug it into a monitor anymore. You can just go into Dex mode and on the big tablet, it looks like like as a taskbar and apps are in Windows for multitasking. Oh. You can connect a Bluetooth mouse. And control it that way. Okay. The multi—you can like tap like three things in tiered windows if you want in tablet mode. It's so much more than an old, you know, kind of check my mail, watch YouTube kind of right. tablet. And finally, the biggest thing with it, probably, I don't—the biggest thing, one of the many great things, you know, AMOLED screen that's awesome to look at and all that stuff. It has the Apple Pencil that you have to buy separately for the iPad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has that new S Pen comes free in the box. It's as cool, I think, as an Apple Pencil. It's two 256 different degrees of pressure. Of pressure. Oh, nice. For artwork okay. and painting, you know, you, like you swipe yeah. across it and it looks like paint or it looks like charcoal or whatever. Incredibly responsive. And for somebody that wasn't in the market for a tablet to have spent what's basically seven, $800
2: more to get a new one after I just fixed the battery, mm-hmm. my old one. I don't mind at all. I'm pretty darn happy with nice. it. <laughs> so yeah, actually, I remember you because uh, you showed it to me and like I have yes. one of the iPad pros. Um, I love it. I mm-hmm. do. Okay. Um, I have the Apple Pencil, which I had to pay separately. Yeah. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw yours. Let me tell you, the screen sharpness—crazy. Like, it, it was. It just. It looked. Awesome, and I think it's just like I think it's that interface, like that pencil and stuff. I think that was like one of those deciding factors. I know people who did artwork always got iPads because you mm-hmm. can have that Apple pencil, but now it seems like Samsung is actually stepping up the game and come up. Like I said, this could be a good competitor for it. It surely seems that way.
0: I am sorry, I just heard you say the price. You said seven to eight
1: hundred dollars. That is what I said. You're right. <sighs> so did you go look it up? Did you? Well, I did. Yeah. Yeah. They were running a hell of a sale when I bought it, so that's that helped me too.
0: Okay. Yeah, because. <laughs> (laughs) My son is interested in trying to buy a gaming PC now that my SkyTech woes are over mm-hmm. and that's been a terrible road to go down because you know of all the GPU shortages sure. yeah, yeah, and yeah, everything sure. else yeah, yeah, Paint, yeah. everything you're going to pay for it MSRP says 300 they're going to release it at 850 or whatever for a damn yeah, GPU. yeah. I was thinking to myself you know I haven't had a new tablet since I got one from Verizon for some phone plan that I had and it was <laughs> right. an Asus which you know I yep. actually like the tablet it's a good tablet but I, I love Samsung Galaxy but Jesus Christ $700 for a tablet? That just yep. feels out of line.
1: That's what they're going for, though. Well, but an iPad costs more than that. Yeah, it does. Then an iPad is out of line. I'm just saying $700 okay, well, maybe, maybe for a tablet. Maybe that's true. But that's what the market is bearing. I, I get your point. Yeah. Wow. Well, here's the good news. I mentioned that the S8s are about to be announced. That means that right. S7 is going to start ticking down in price a little bit right. over time. And it's not getting worse. It's just as good as it was Like today. When I
0: bought tablets several years ago, like $150, was, you know, the top of the line money. At that point, yeah, I, not anymore. Wow, I didn't realize they'd gone up that much. Oh, That's yeah.
2: oof. I think the line between these tablets and laptops is almost non-existent anymore. I mean, you could do pretty much anything. I tell you
0: where the line is. It's a damn keyboard. That's where the line is. They're not <laughs> yes. as functional as a laptop. No, you can get a keyboard for a mile. but you can I add mean, a Bluetooth
2: yeah. keyboard to it, and
1: functionally
0: yeah. it gets similar. Yeah, but I got to spend more money. My laptop came with a keyboard for that same <laughs>
1: damn price. Fair point. Fair yes, point. Absolutely. If you're looking, but if you're looking for that ultra mobile thing, though, true. Boy, it, especially if you're an iPad fanboy, you should look at this, right? We'll throw a link down in the description so you can explore it just so you know what's out there. Because I think many many people think Android tablets junk. You should give it a second look because these days they're not all junk. There's some pretty bad ass ones out there. Uh, And this was one of them. Cool. Greetings from Evergreen
0: Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. We can't thank you enough for
2: the support. Now back to the show.
1: You're listening to Gen X Grown Up. But if you have a friend who's not yet listening, why not? Tell them
2: about us. They'll thank you later. Oh, what a meal Hamburger helper lasagna. For your family. Authentic Italian taste. Hardy, robusto. But not too spicy, eh? Hamburger Helper Lasagna turns your plain hamburger into a delicious Italian meal with authentic Italian taste. Curly Italian noodles, rich tomato sauce, and a better blend of spices.
1: Hamburger Helper. Lasagna. the
2: Hamburger Helper. Make a great meal
0: This is the
2: main
0: event of the podcast. For the three in attendance locally and the millions listening around the world, ladies and gentlemen, it's time! That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to talk about games. We all three (laughs) have something to contribute, but before we get into those games, I want to spend just a little moment to talk about Humble Bundle. Yes, that purveyor of our A to Z list that we were so happy about for 50 some odd weeks or however long that was. They have a new bundle out right now. And I just thought it was important to bring it up because it's a bundle that is exclusive and specialized for a specific charity. It's called the Humble Bundle Fuck Cancer Bundle. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I'm sold. Yeah, right. I mean, that's a great name. I love
1: the name and I love the spirit of it. Yep. Yep,
0: great. It is on until February 18th at 2 p.m. Eastern time. So you have from the time that you hear this on the podcast till then in order to pick this up. It's a minimum of $10, but of course you can pay more if you want to give more to the charity. Mm-hmm. I just want to run down the games. There are 13 games in there, and they're not slouches at all. There's War, War Z Aftermath, okay. Dead by Daylight, oh. Payday 2, Magicka, Dungeon of the Endless, The Hunter Call of the Wild, Homeworld Remastered Collection, Ooh. Homeworld Ooh. Deserts of Karak wow (laughs) john one of your games little nightmares yeah right uh brothers a tale of two sons Pepe's adventure uh red faction armageddon
1: and oh, hamilton's one, great adventure dang that is a lot of decent stuff for what'd you say 10 bucks or something 10 minimum? bucks exactly
0: yeah. No, it's not the one where they did the that one right at the start of covid remember where it was like mm-hmm. against racism thing where it had like hundreds right? of things yeah. in it it's a very limited bundle but the titles are all really solid that little nightmares, John. I looked at the trailer on that thing. I was sold
2: immediately. That's worth awesome. the $10
0: for is whole bundle, You're Absolutely right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Bundles like that, you just got to find one to make it worthwhile. Yeah. Did you say Will or Z Aftermath? Yeah. That right now, if you want to buy it yourself, is 40 bucks Wow.
1: Jeez. Oh, oh, man. It's like a no brainer. Yeah. yeah. So. You any of them. Yeah. Wow. Damn.
0: So you've got between now and February 18th at two o'clock Eastern time in order to pick this up. If you want to grab 13 great games for a reasonable price and say, <laughs> fuck you to cancer. That's right. <laughs> this is your great. thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to throw
1: you uh, an affiliate link to Humble Bundle. We're an affiliate up Absolutely. there. You throw it down the show notes for our listeners and they can click right there and go straight to it. Wow. Them. Very nice. Awesome. Good find, man. Yeah, there you go. All right.
2: Well, now it's time to get into the game segment. Oh, what are you playing this week? So for my birthday, I decided to buy myself a game. So Good for you. <laughs> I bought myself uh, the new Age of Empires 4. <laughs>
0: That's the one that made me go buy a new laptop for I my know.
2: life. <laughs> yeah, I've always loved the franchise from the day one mm-hmm. when Age of Empires first came out, because at the time it came out, it was actually pretty for the the capabilities of the computer is pretty amazing what it did. Yeah, it was and fun. Let me you, I am really happy with this fourth edition because it feels like the original game plus really and not plus so much that it's like, uh, is it really the same game anymore? You know, that like to that level um it seems like they added some little tweaks they made things a little bit easier the graphics of course are way way improved and all that kind of stuff but playing it, it i feel like i'm playing the original game with new stuff added to it so it feels like a fresh game again so i'm very very happy with it that's
0: awesome because my wife did not take to the game whatsoever she's played it like three times and said she just didn't get interested in it <laughs> you really? got the wow. new
1: laptop specifically i bought for the that. game and oh, the laptop man. and i'm well, like
0: well I'm not doing that again, honey. You're on your own now for your game <laughs> fix.
2: So, I mean, so I like say said, it's a great game. Really love it. But that's what I got going on. So how about you, John? Oh, yeah. I have a new mobile game to feed your mobile oh, addiction. No. Are you ready? Oh, yeah, shit. I just got rid yep. of a whole bunch off my phone, too.
1: Usually what happens is by the time I'm done describing it, George has already downloaded it. Yeah. So just brace yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a game I found. I, I don't know how I came across it. You know, often I search and find garbage, but I found this game called The Superhero League. And it had a kind of a cartoon on it that kind of looked like the Incredibles a little bit. I'm like, oh, that kind of style outfit. I'm like, I'll take a look. This is really just a puzzle game. Now, let me up front okay. say that it is ravenous about ads if you don't pay for it. It's too, much, too often the ads are coming up, but you pay nah. with for no ads. And it's like it's maybe two or three bucks to pay for, it, which I did. I'm very happy to have done that. And if you want to unlock all the characters, which you're going to want to, each of the characters is locked behind you watching one video ad to unlock them. So you're okay. paying them for the new character by watch one ad for 30 seconds and you forever have that character unlocked. Okay, that's not too horrible. So with that behind me, got that out of the way. Here's what the game is. It's a puzzle game at its core. Okay. Uh, and so what you have is your superhero and you're not a touchy-feely like I got to take care of the bad guy superhero. You're a kill all the bad guys superhero. No, oh, okay. <laughs> you're a little guy standing there and with whatever superpower you have, you have to kill the bad guys on the screen. One guy is like telekinesis. Like he can grab a bad guy and just throw him against the wall and kill him. Okay. And then you <laughs> unlock a guy who has portals like the game Portal. Oh, yeah. You can put a portal here and a portal there and throw a dynamite box at him. One of the you could just draw things like draw a circle and you stop drawing and it becomes a rock that falls and squishes the guy. (laughs) And each of the levels takes like five seconds to play. There must be thousands of levels in this thing. And the way you kill the guys is it's ragdoll physics and where you hit them is a spray of blood comes out of it. It's so gratifying (laughs) and they go, (laughs) ah! And they add great elements to it. Like they add good guys who you do not kill, right? So you have to figure out how to kill the bad guys without hurting the good guys. Right? Oh, I see. Okay. And then they have guys that are immune to your superpowers. So like you can't directly hit him. You got to drop something on him. They add enough little elements to it that make it interesting. Maybe the best one is this one superhero that throws ninja stars. Okay. And those ninja stars, they've added, like instead of just hitting a guy, it however you hit them, it slices them. If you hit oh, them on the top of their head, it slices the top of their head off. If you hit them on their <laughs> arm, it slices their arm off. It is so cartoony, gruesome and fun to play for the two or three bucks. I've gotten way more than my Cory's out of it. I would say I've been playing it every day and unlock a new, I've unlocked all the guys. So yeah, if you're looking for something, you know, we, we talked about your bowling game. I finally got mm-hmm. over the retro bowl and, Uh, and I was poking around. So Superhero League It's both on iOS and Android, I think. Okay, Uh, go check it. You you could try it for free, but it is a lot of fun. You definitely is one I would recommend to check out. And if you like it enough, you know, three bucks ain't bad for uh, permanence on a game like that. Okay, now this is a game based on superheroes. George, you have a game on your list that is also based on a superhero superhero team, in fact.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, just like we talked about in the intro to the episode, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a very new game. It's just come out recently. It's, still pretty close to full price. I happened to pick it up for 35% off on the latest uh, Steam sale that was going Mm, on.
2: Okay, Mm -hmm, So mm
0: -hmm. I didn't mind paying it. I think I paid like 30 or 40 bucks, whatever for it. But I've played probably halfway through the introductory teach-you-how-to-move-in-the-world level so far. Okay. Uh, so far, I'm happy that I bought the game. Visually stunning, as you might imagine. The characters do not look like the real-life people. They look slightly different, which is fine for me. All the characters, mm-hmm. I don't need them to look just like Chris Pratt or whoever. Oh, the actors from the who played them in the
1: films. Got yeah. it. Got it. Yep. Yep.
0: People yep. talk about that a lot whenever... Some big movie or TV franchise gets turned into a video game some way. They don't look like the same. It's not the same voice
2: actors. Yeah, how do they expect them to? Mm -hmm. I
0: don't need that in this game. The people who are doing the voice acting so far are exactly what I heard in my mind of these characters before these Marvel movies started coming out with these characters. Okay. So the gameplay so far has kind of been sporadic. It seems as though the game, at least in its early stages, is more geared toward you Interacting with your team. Now you play as Star Lord Peter Quill. The whole thing starts off with you. Uh, having a dream where you're back home and your mother comes into your bedroom and she's like, come on, it's your birthday. Come out and have cake. And then you look around your room a little while and stuff. And then as soon as you open the door, Drax is waking you up. Come on, the creature's there. We got to (laughs) go. So you're on your ship. You start off the first mission. You're trying to go steal something from the Nova Corps, of course. (laughs) I'm still not 100% convinced of the gameplay itself because there just hasn't been a lot of it for me in the first like 20 minutes or so of the game Hmm. so what type of game is it uh solo adventure heavy storyline game i would say you control what the characters do in a lot of the situations like so far if uh, I need a bridge created by Groot in order to help us get across a large expanse mm-hmm. I can tell Groot go make a bridge over there
1: oh, okay. oh, like squad commands yeah got it. squad yep. commands yep. yeah, um, okay, okay, yeah okay. you're telling your partners but you always play Peter but you, t- you can use their powers by asking them to help you got it yeah, yeah exactly okay. and okay. the
0: story so far feels as though it's going to be a Really nice, epic story. I I don't think it's going to quite be the same immersiveness as a Bioshock or a Mass Effect, but Uh it's probably one step down from
1: that.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay
1: interesting. I know you said you got this for a discount, which mm-hmm. made it pretty well worth it. Do you know what it runs? Is it like premium title? Is it new these days? What does it cost if it's not on Premium
0: title it. new. I paid $38 for it after the discount. It's $60 without the discount. Ooh. And this okay. is the historical low. I remember looking it up on Is There Any Deal? So right. this is the first time it's been on sale because it's only been
1: out for a few months. Yeah, it's not that, yes, yeah, yeah. fairly new game. got a rock bottom. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, there's a couple superhero games to play. I mean, I'm interested in yours and I hope you go and download mine and check it
2: out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see which was more funny. It's three dollar game or the <laughs> is it three dollar? Is it the sixty dollar game yeah. right? <laughs> Might be close.
1: If you're a diehard Gen X Grown-Up, you can pledge your support by clicking Join on YouTube or by becoming a patron at genxgrownup.com slash Patreon.
2: We got a zigzagged ship that'll make you sing. Ruffle zigzagged ridges got zigzag zings. Zigzag zings. Ruffle zigzagged ridges got a sing of their own. Put that zigzag zing in your zigzag zone. With wild wings zig zag going
1: to make you potatoes it's got three zag in before we wind up this episode, you always like to take a few seconds here, right at the end, to talk about the things we're either looking at right now or looking forward to between now and the next time we all get together
2: to record the show. Mo, why don't we get uh, started with you? What do you got on the horizon? Sure. I mean, well, one's a couple movies. The first one is that new movie Uncharted, which I guess is based on the game. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the
1: PlayStation franchise.
2: It looks like an adventure kind of crazy sort of movie. I'm I'm game for it. Okay. <laughs> Not like totally completely excited, but you know, hey, I'll see it. Okay. And then the uh, Jackass Forever is coming out, <laughs> which. (laughs) It's one of those, I'm going to see it, and... I'm hoping it's his last one because that guy's getting way too old to be doing these things. <laughs> so, but <laughs> looking forward to that one. And the last one is I'm actually going on a real vacation, like for the first wow. time in God knows how long. So, I'll be Good gone for, for 10 days. Wow. Yep. Wow. Where are you going? Uh, going to Uganda, actually. Uh, we're going to do a gorilla thing there. We're doing a rhino thing. And I'm also helping my girlfriend. She does the Children's Charity thing. So, she's oh, 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 Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go hold ahead, George. On. I saw you, you and I have the same thought. What was that? Did you just say you're going to do a gorilla and Dude, then the you're going to do a rhino? I to do the gorilla thing the the oh. do the <laughs> rhino thing i mean that still doesn't
1: clear it up a lot but okay and i'm unclear are you doing like like gorilla the ape or like gorilla freedom fighters what are you doing out there <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: there's a preserve out there you still again apes <laughs> or freedom fighters <laughs> What are you preserving? They'll do preserves for freedom fighters. <laughs> I don't know. Just, I've never been to Uganda. I don't know. So yeah, there's a, a nature preserve. How about that? Got it. Okay. And you pay all to right. get a tour. They take you into the jungle, and you get you get to go see real gorillas. Which I'm like, that's pretty cool. It's not something I've ever done before. I may hate it. Who knows? But it's a new experience, so I'm going for it.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm too fat to take that chance. They'll just eat me in a heartbeat. <laughs>
1: May not <laughs> well the rhino
2: wouldn't fair in fairness the rhino yeah. would leave you alone he would just gore you <laughs> they, yeah, he would just gore you. <laughs> you yeah exactly totally <laughs> different totally different right. but no as like I said it's it's uh the first time I'm actually kind of getting out of the country doing some stuff as long as COVID doesn't screw it up I'm yep. game to go so that's what I'm looking forward cool. to all right how about nice. you John
1: uh, a couple things I'm looking forward to the
2: first is a new series that just dropped I haven't watched any of it yet
1: but it's called Murderville it's uh, the yeah. series on Netflix stars Will Arnett no oh. he's being the as Will Arnett as he can possibly be and the idea is that each episode they're trying to solve a crime and everyone is an actor they have a celebrity guest star solving the crime with them that person doesn't have a script and doesn't know what's going on in the show so oh, they mess with them and they have to figure out the murder right. right along with the actors but they don't know who the murderer is there's twists that they uh, get surprised with so oh, interesting looked interesting it may suck but it sounds interesting <laughs> it could it, but it's will arnett it can't only be so That's bad Good right? point. yeah uh the next thing is uh inspired by george actually george has been working on his uh his home studio uh for recording and podcast and YouTube work, I finally got off my butt and started working on our back guest room. I got the old furniture out of there, started doing some, you know, some replacing ceiling fans and working on, you know, wall coverings and things like that for a dedicated YouTube studio that I can do work in. It's coming along slowly, but uh, thank you, George, for your uh, your motivation. (laughs) Got me going there. Uh, And finally, looking forward to is exaggeration. I've watched the first episode of, but ready to watch way more. And that's the revival of Fraggle Rock called Fraggle Rock back to the rock. Oh Uh, yeah. It's on Apple plus Apple TV, whatever it's called now. Watch the first episode. And aside from it being widescreen, Unlike 4x3, it feels just like Fraggle Rock. Nice. You could mistake it for the old Fraggle Rock. I mean, updated technology, and they do more thing with the doozers, and there's more stuff you can do with remote control than they used to do in the 80s, but boy, does it look and feel and sound, and the music is there, and the heart is there. Way more Fraggle Rock, and it's looking really good. So, eager to watch some more of that. George, what do you got coming up, man? Uh, well, just like Mo, I'm looking forward to
0: Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, mm-hmm. Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg will be an interesting pairing in yeah. that film. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well right after that, a film that I've been looking forward to pre COVID, The Kingsman. This is the prequel oh, in the Kingsman yeah. series of spy mm-hmm. adventure yep, stuff. Mm-hmm. They're finally coming out with this movie. And then the last one I'm looking forward to is one that I've just seen some commercials for in the last month or so. It's called Death on the Nile, it's the Agatha oh, yeah. Christie story. Mm-hmm with an updated cast gal gadot is part of it mm-hmm. uh leticia uh, i forget her name she's the younger brother and our younger sister in black panther all oh, right mm-hmm. yeah. anyway uh i was a big agatha christie fan when i was oh. growing up it was one of the first murder book series that i would read with hercule Prawo and mm-hmm. you know the whole mm-hmm. thing i i love those they're they're not difficult murders to figure out but they're fun, and I really enjoy the story. So I'm really looking forward to this death on the
1: Nile. I think it'll be a blast. Yeah. You cool. get bonus points for me for being able to pronounce Hercule put, I, I, <laughs> I can't even say his name. I never I'm not could. sure I said it right either. I, I said you did. I just I to me. some sounds, sounds so sounds good, in there and hoped it worked out. You're getting some nerd cred for me because I can't even pronounce his name. But yes, the super detective. That does look like a cool film. Yeah. All right. A lot of stuff to look forward to. Before we get out of the show, a quick thank you. We like to uh, kind of call attention to any of our supporters that have uh, stood out or upgraded themselves. And I want to call out George, one of your favorite patrons, Marcus. Yeah. Now, oh. you might remember Marcus is already a, a Patreon supporter at the top Mm -hmm. tier. He's Mm -hmm. right up there. Just last week, just for no good reason he gave us a raise he bumped himself from 25 to 35 pledge oh, man to help that's us great. out i asked him what's up with that what did we do for that he said you know i support some other people that i didn't really watch anymore i took that money and gave it to you because i get a lot of enjoyment out of what you guys do at gen x grown up so oh, that's cool thank you so much marcus wow that, absolutely speechless. i don't know yeah i mean either i'm stunned or i've got you buffaloed or i don't know what it is you've, <laughs> <laughs> you've decided that we're worth that money and we're so grateful
0: first of all You're still not speechless. John talks more than any human being on the planet, as far as I can tell. So you're still talking, even though you think you're speechless, which is an interesting dichotomy to somebody giving us more money. I guess to say,
1: I'm speechless and that I'm not sure what to say. How about that? Okay, okay. I'm you just, wordless keep, but you're I have just keep speech. talking until you figure out what to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'll let you know when I get there. Thank you so much, Marcus. We're grateful for you and everybody supports us, whether it's on uh, YouTube or over on Patreon. So much appreciated. That is going to wrap it up for this edition of the Gen X Grown Up Podcast. We'll be back in a couple weeks with another one, but next week is our backtrack. We pick a single nostalgic topic and dig in deep. This time around, people love our top 10 shows. We are doing another top 10. (laughs) We're looking at, so films are great. Film soundtracks are great. Sometimes the soundtrack really makes the film even greater. And we're looking at the Mm -hmm. top 10 80s movie soundtracks as picked by the three of us, the Gen X Grown Up crew. (laughs) There was some debate on that. And uh, as with any top 10, (laughs) uh, it went pretty well. I think I'm pretty proud of our list. And so you'll get to hear it next week. And if you ever want to hear that debate, all you have to do is
0: go to patreon.com slash Gen X Grown Up and you'll get to hear it. That's true. We
1: recorded the arguments so that (laughs) (laughs) as a bonus for a supporter. Marcus will hear it. He's already in there. Great. Right. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Hey, we absolutely hope you will join us for that one until then I'm John George thank you so much for being here yes sir Mo you know I appreciate you man always fun man fourth listener it's you though we all appreciate most of all and we will talk to you next time bye bye see you guys take care everybody no life
2: no fun, no fun. don't you know that you're a
1: grown up X, Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com
2: no more she shows till sunrise unacceptable for grown ups dinner
1: i just fries basically life sucks
0: as a grown-up, grown-up i'm gonna be as brief as possible 117 i'm gonna see if i five. can keep us to 45 minutes recording wow <laughs> but, like yep i play a game called marvin's guardians of the galaxy next next <laughs> it exists
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's gonna be riveting entertainment for the listeners <laughs> like what do you got mo got a new monitor john tablet yep. all right be right back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>